Hi, I'm Madison and welcome to another episode of Tea Time, the podcast where we drink tea and spill tea. So this episode is going to be slightly different from the travel content that I've been posting lately, just because um, I recently watched um, an 80s film again, uh, and I'll go into which one in just a minute. Um, But it really inspired me to start talking about these things again, because I really love films and I always have, you know, growing up, my dad's always been putting on um, films that aren't necessarily current films that he's grown up with. Um, and so this is definitely inspired by him, um, because we often sit and watch films together and, you know, there's only so many bad films you can watch before you end up going back to some classics to, you know, because you know that you're going to get a great experience with them. Um, and it's the same for, you know, a lot of people, they'll go and rewatch a film that came out more recently and that's completely fine. But for me personally, some of my favourite films came from the 80s and, as I said, it's all down to my dad. Some of his favourite films came from those years too. Um, and because he's been putting these on for as long as I can remember, um, I've seen plenty of films from the decade. And, you know, even though there's far, far too many films to pick from, um, there's, you know, there's definitely a few that stand out to me. So um, I thought I'd just go over maybe four or five of my favourites, give you a little bit of an insight, my thought um and maybe inspire you to go and watch one you never know so the film that I watched again the other day um and it'd been a really really long time since I'd watched this one I often as I say re-watch 80s films but this is one of the ones that for some reason just slipped through the cracks a little bit um always thought about it just hadn't really gone back in a good few years so I re-watched Stand By Me which came out in 1986 um, it's actually based on a Stephen King novella. I think it's called The Body um, or something like that. The Body of... It's basically... I think it's that. Um, and, you know, the film's like... It's tragic, but it's also really quirky and sweet at the same time. Um, it's funny. It has its funny moments. And um, it's it's more of a coming-of-age film, I think, Um and especially if you're a young boy, I think you relate to it more. And even I do, you know, going out to play with my friends or, you know, coming up with stupid things to do. Um, yeah, it was sort of relatable in that way. So um, it's definitely one of the like best coming of age films I think I've seen. And the cast is great too. It has uh, River Phoenix, who is Joaquin Phoenix. It's, you know, the, the new Joker's um, brother. He actually, River passed away quite young I think it was an overdose but um yeah he's in it and Corey Feldman and you know some other really great faces so definitely one of the ones I would recommend uh straight off the bat after rewatching it I had a whale of a time I loved it and honestly forgot how much I loved the film overall so definitely recommend um the next one um, is a, again a classic if you haven't watched this and it it crushes me how many of my friends have not watched this film is The Goonies. Now The Goonies came out in 85. Um, I go back to this all of the time like it's probably unhealthy. Um, it's one of my comfort films um, because I just love it that much. Um, again it's sort of I guess a similar vibe. It also has Corey Feldman in but um I think what I love about it is, again, it has that sense of adventure and, and doing stupid, crazy things with your friends because, 
um, you're young and it just feels like the right thing to do in the moment. So, yeah, the um, it's the film overall is it is literally just an adventure start to finish. Like, it has um, it has a young cast in it. Actually, it's got Josh Brolin, it has Sean Astin, and you can see that they're they're still so young at the time. They almost feel like babies to watch. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I love it. I can't explain it. I just love it so much. It's just so much fun. And the sense of adventure you get, you finish it feeling like you want to go and, I don't know, find a pirate ship. Like you feel like that by the end of it. And honestly, if Spielberg's involved in any way, usually you can't really go wrong in my personal opinion. Um, so yeah, definitely a watch if you haven't. The amount of friends that I've highly strongly encouraged to watch this um whether they have or haven't um is insane so yeah definitely one of the top ones um another one that i don't know why but from a really young age again my dad would put this on i loved flash gordon now i i, I can't explain it because it's really it's stupid it's it's stupid fun uh, i think this is like 1980 i think or 81 something like that um i watched it countless times it's just it's tacky it's stupid but it's like really cheesy fun that you if it's on the tv you kind of just can't ignore it you're sort of engrossed in it even though it's like you don't really know if you're laughing because you find it funny or you're laughing because it's just so awful um but you just either way it's doing something right because it's you know it's really getting you to watch and i guess that's the main thing so i remember in it there's a scene it's like a a football fight and it's sort of set in this like weird like dystopian i don't know if dystopia is the right word but like a it's not it's not earth it's set in this really weird sort of alien like not alien mystical i guess world um and yeah it's just it's crazy it's really good fun uh definitely worth a watch uh and i can't talk about 80s films without talking about indiana jones um it would just be so easy for me to argue that one of the best films of all time is Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, let alone best from the 80s, um, because it just has everything in it. Like, it's got comedy, it's got action, obviously, with um, it being an Indiana John Jones film. Uh, it's got romance, like, it's just got everything you would want in a film, in my opinion. And Harrison Ford, one of my all-time favourites, um just does such a good job like again i think it's these adventure films there's just something about them something about the 80s adventure films that you finish them and you feel like you want to start in a library like indiana jones and read up and then go and find something awesome like it just gives you that sort of sense of adventure and, and escapism that ultimately that's what we watch films for so yeah really really great fun um highly recommend honestly any of the any of the indiana jones films but definitely Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark is is up there um yeah I think that's like 1981 um early early 80s uh and I think since it's the start of September or early September um I thought I'd recommend a bit of like a spookier Halloweeny one we're going into that autumn season so um again a classic 1988 um film Beetlejuice, 
It's as weird and as wonderful as you would expect it to be. It's um, by Tim Burton, so that sort of gives you everything you need to know. Um, it has Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, um, some really great faces in it. As with, you know, honestly, all of these films, they have a really great cast that you watch them in the 80s where they're fairly young and you can watch them now where they're older and they're still just as incredible. Um, so yeah, the, the Beetlejuice is honestly just... The, the imagination and the wit that went into it, it makes it quite memorable and... Um, I honestly can't really think of anything that's very similar to it because it's just so unique and um, it's got some of the scenes in there where it's just like you think what am I watching but overall like you you can't stop watching it um, and the sort of weird wacky dark dingy spooky vibe is perfect for Halloween in my opinion definitely um, if you're lacking for things to watch it is just you've got to do it. I think one of my favourite scenes is it is there's the, I can't remember the name of the song, um, but there's a song that's playing and they're sitting around a dinner table and for whatever reason, everybody just starts dancing, um, you know, including, I think, Winona Ryder and the scene, it's just, it's just stupid dancing. All of them are like grown adults. And I think I remember watching this when I was fairly young and thinking how hilarious it was because I just couldn't imagine in my head adults doing that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, this music just came on. They were like lip syncing and the scene sort of builds and builds. And honestly, it's been such a long time since I've watched it. I don't really remember what happens, but the scene itself is, you know, as a whole, quite memorable. And that's always something that I think about when I think about Beetlejuice. So again, definitely worth a watch. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's some of my favourite 80s films. Um, I've actually have some blog posts about this. Um, so if you... Uh, so that's it. That's some of my favourite 80s films. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. I know it's been slightly different, but this is something that I really enjoy. And hopefully from listening, you might find one of the films you, um, you decide to watch and you really enjoy it too. So yeah, thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.